0: Hello and welcome to the episode of Octolith M Soundbite. I'm Sefran. And I'm Gelado. And we are chasing up some news. I think we talked about mm. it when it initially dropped. And now we're sort so. of following up with the sort of the first little bits of like concrete news about the actual kind of release in mm. the final version spec. Mm. And that is of the Steam Deck. The yeah. like Valve's own little portable handheld gaming PC right. thingamabob. It's kind of like if a Switch and a PC had a baby. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Where the... F- the-
1: At the time of recording, half the embargo has been lifted (laughs) on the Steam Deck. Um, The hardware side of the embargo has been lifted. So, like, final Steam Decks are getting in the hands of reviewers, and they can talk about the hardware, and they can tear them down, um, but they can't talk about the software. And they only have, I think, like, six games that they're allowed to play and talk about the performance of. Oh, right, okay. Um, So, like, it's like a limited... Um, embargo it sounds like valve are massively behind schedule um they've already delayed the delivery of to, you know to consumers uh and it sounds like the the software is really lagging behind which oh as a software developer um is like every single software project falls you know runs late so they've got them into the hands of reviewers but they're like don't talk about the software because it's not finished oh right and it's okay. like That's not once so good. they patch it and finish it off like then they can talk about it oh i'm dear. guessing yeah
0: yeah. I mean, I'm, that that's not a good thing, I suppose, because like at the end of the day, you can have a really cool piece of hardware, but if it feels like pretty terrible to use and to, to play a game on or mm-hmm. whatever, kind of what's the point? So yeah, I can yeah. see them wanting to try and keep that a little bit on the down low. Exactly, exactly. Um, so,
1: you know, props to them for getting them out to reviewers, yep.
0: you know, earlier before the software's fully ready. But yeah, interesting play. Maybe it would have been better if they'd have done their own like tech breakdown of one so that they could control that even more then, right? Rather yeah. than letting reviewers get their hands on it.
1: And they have done some of that already, so maybe they were a bit like, we've got, kind of got to, like, we've said that we're releasing them in Q2, we've mm. kind of got to get them in people's mm. hands. As a recap, you you said, as you said, it's like it's a portable PC, effectively, yeah. uh, made possible really by some of the really interesting integrated systems on chips that we're getting from the likes of AMD and Intel. It's yeah. actually AMD-based, um, so integrated graphics and CPU from AMD. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, priced really aggressively, which is why everyone yeah. Paid attention. Yeah, because um, I mean, I think
0: it's like four hundred and seventy pounds. Is that right for like the so mid the, range the cheapest?
1: One? It, cheapest is three fifty. That's ridiculous. But um, which is SD card only? There has been some talk about the performance of the SD card being pretty good, like surprisingly oh, okay. good compared to an SSD. £460 for the one with an SSD which is the one you probably want to buy because also you could break it apart and fit your own upgrade Mm. the SSD Uh, and then for £570 you get a bigger SSD and you also get like an etched uh, glass screen so reduced uh, for reduced glare okay and like you get a carrying case and i think they all come with a carrying case actually yeah. um
0: but yeah it's that mainly that screen
1: really like mm. that you're you know you're, you're um, yeah i mean a good screen for. is
0: probably worth a good amount of money but it depends on it's worth that much money i don't know that's yeah, like what, know. 80 pass. pounds or something <laughs> yeah past whether it's worked yeah work that not much. sure on that one but i mean we were anticipating it quite a lot when it, we first discussed this in a few sound bites ago. And in fairness, I still like the idea of it because hmm. I think there is a market for this in the right. portable gaming is only growing, you know, with mobile mm. phones, but also the Switch being as popular as it is. And I can see mm. the Switch needing a bit of a competitor, if I'm honest with you, because there isn't really anything mm. to compete with it other than mobile gaming, I'd say. Yeah. And this would probably be it. And now it really does just come down to whether or not it's going to be accessible in terms of the software, and if it's going to be any good to use.
1: Hmm. Yeah, there are the the only real competitors in this space, like PC, mobile gaming, things like the Iron Neo and like, things from companies you've never heard of that they've been on Kickstarter or Indiegogo and the thing is the prices
0: of those are astronomical like they're twice the price of the Steam and it makes sense because I mean they probably should be that expensive when you consider what they are and everything and it's only because you have the might of Valve behind it who are able to throw an absolute boatload of money at it to try and miniaturise and cheapen everything as much as possible and then with economies of scale on top of that that they can even remotely make it this level of palatable price I mean it still sounds like a lot of money especially when you compare it to like a switch which is what like 300 pounds i think for the Mm. like an oled version Mm. and you thinking, well that's that's you know still quite expensive but then we consider it's effectively just a pc you know Mm. like that's really good value yeah it is very good value and so far the
1: hardware focused reviews from what i've seen are really really kind of positive i think the biggest criticisms have been that the haptics are pretty poor Oh, um, no. which is something that Valve up front admitted that they weren't going to try and cram in okay. to the to the form factor. The battery life is average uh like in the
0: sense that you know it's a couple of hours uh, which, if, if know, i can get it, even like two hours playing a medium to high-end pc game on portable i'm happy
1: right it's like i i wouldn't expect the battery life to be any good and it's likely to vary massively depending on the game you're playing oh, definitely, right? yeah. if you're playing some indie game with 2d graphics you know lim- running at 50 60 fps you know you're gonna get more battery life than if you're running a triple a title
0: yeah yeah um, no, absolutely
1: and otherwise, like the controls seem very good. It's quite big, and so there's definitely been talk about sort of some aspects of the controls being a bit less accessible, depending, you know, depending on the size of your hands, mm. um, which is going to be difficult on such a chunky thing. Do you know, say how much, much it bigger weighs? than a switch? Uh, I can't remember. I did see. Because uh, I'm thinking as well
0: if it's also big, but it's also reasonably heavy, like it's going to be a little bit uncomfortable to like sit and play on your lap for maybe an hour or two sort of thing in handheld yeah. mode potentially. It's about and
1: 670 grams. That's so not, it's, no, that's
0: not too bad, actually, I suppose, is it? Yeah. It's, it's, it's not like light, not but it isn't particularly heavy either, actually.
1: What did they say? Yeah, Steam say, sorry, Valve say uh, between two to eight hours of gameplay. So big variation. Yeah, there. huge variation um,
0: depending on what you're doing with it, I suppose. Yep. And it also, I imagine you can extend that even further if you do your own stuff with it. Because I know they said out from the beginning, you could just take Steam off of there, right? Yeah. So what's interesting from a software point of view, and we'll
1: talk about this more once the software stuff, you know, once we start to hear more about it, but Mm. it is just a PC. It's not going to come with Windows that helps keep the cost down because there's no licensing. Yeah. It's actually based on Linux, um, which, and we've talked about that a lot, like about Linux and we've talked a little bit about sort of SteamOS. SteamOS, yeah. Valve and and how Valve worked with Linux linux gaming sucks right like playing windows (laughs) games on linux does actually absolutely suck balls um that's fundamentally why valve are delaying the steam deck Mm. is that they have not got enough games
0: working that will work natively and easily with it yeah
1: yeah the games that they did share were games that you know either have native linux versions or are known to work exceedingly well yep. on linux in the in like the windows uh compatibility layer yes, environment yeah, yeah. they did actually include forza horizon 5 as a game that was allowed to be played which is insane um because it's a microsoft game yeah and they sure. definitely do not give two shits about linux mm. uh and it's not been it's okay Uh, It performs okay, but apparently there's there can be some like weird physics glitches and stuff like that. Um, And that's the kind of shit that you're going to have to deal with with gaming on Linux. And yeah, I think like V1 of the Steam Deck needs to be popular to make the games work on it. Right. Like Steam are are putting in a lot of time and effort. They're working with people with like anti-cheat companies to get an anti-cheat working on Linux and all of this kind of effort that will only go so far before valve will have to give up and be like we can't keep just like putting time and effort behind this because you it's like a never ending battle. Yeah. They need the steam deck to actually be popular so the developers uh, so make that, their games uh, compatible with linux in the first place. Right. So the devs spend more than 30 seconds checking to see if something works on linux or yeah. you know most of the time not che- I mean microsoft checking would <laughs> would never check. Um you know so there's definitely I'm sort of interested in how things go from that point of view. I'm also really interested in how many people buy a Steam Deck and then just install Windows. Um, yeah. I, suspect that for, I suspect for enthusiasts, that number will be uh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone will immediately install Windows on it because people don't care about having one that says activate Windows 11 in the corner. People won't need to pay for it. Um, and you can just run Windows in evaluation mode forever now. Yeah. Uh, so... I suspect that enthusiasts will do that. The question is: is can the Steam Deck survive the the like the jailbreaking general, of it, like the like? Well, no. Can the Steam Deck survive non enthusiasts buying a Steam Deck ah, sorry, and sorry. having? in my opinion, what is going to be probably quite a shitty experience. Like, as much as... They will make plenty of games work well,
0: but there will be games that don't. Um, I suppose that's the problem, right? Is that, like, the the less enthusiastic people who are going to be buying this probably want the more, like... I want to say base games, but like the games that we would consider to be like popular, which Mm. are probably the ones that are not going to run as well on Linux in the first place. You know, like if I want to go and sit and play like FTL or like you know Into the Breach or something (laughs) on the Steam Deck, it'll work (laughs) like a dream. (laughs) But if you want to go and sit and play, like, I don't know, The Witcher 3 or like FIFA 22 on it or something like that, it's yeah, not Fortnite. going to work. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, I know Fortnite's a whole other thing. I believe Epic, are right. like, we don't want to put it on there because they yeah. will take a lot of our revenue. And right. that's a whole other kettle of fish that's sort of exactly. in the same sort of boat as, as all the Epic versus Apple stuff as well. And right. I can kind of get it from their point of view as well. So if you're not going to have things like those on it, is it going to sell enough to the regular consumer yeah. that's then going to warrant the rest of the development companies around the world to make it so they'll run them Linux to begin with? Ugh, probably not. Right. So it's one of those, someone has to do the hard work first sort of thing. Yeah.
1: yeah, And I think that's, there's no rhyme or reason to stuff that does and doesn't work on Linux. Mm. So that will just be a frustrating experience for people that aren't sympathetic to it. I'm sympathetic to it. And actually I'm getting quite excited. I actually quite would like a Steam Deck and I, think i might be an early adopter to kind of put my money behind the fact that i support the work that valve is doing Mm, if nothing else on linux gaming like i kind of want to vote for that not because i want to use linux for gaming but just because i just think it's nice to have the choice Mm. right like there's nothing i don't I'm not anti-using Windows as an operating system. But more but competition I think is always good. Competition is good. And, like, it'll help Microsoft not get lazy with, yeah. you know, supporting games and yeah, supporting yeah, games well. If What if, you know, imagine a world where some games run better on Linux. Yeah, for you sure. Know? And you've got, like, Windows people being like, what the hell? Like, yeah. that, that will make Microsoft step up. It'll make hardware manufacturers step up. And we'll get a
0: better overall user experience for everyone And everyone eventually. wins. Yeah, for sure. You know,
1: so I'm at the moment, based on the reviews so far, I'm pretty, and the fact that it sounds like Valve have pretty much, for a V1, they've nailed the hardware, yeah. right? And I'm sure they will, they will improve it with the Steam Deck. Too, and if all else right? fails, <laughs> it'll
0: be a fun thing for you to tinker about with to try and yeah, make work it, better in areas because exactly. you do have that Linux experience. Mm. It's like an it's like an interesting piece of hardware
1: for me yeah, as an enthusiast, of right? yeah. So rather than just a games ex- console, expect more Steam Deck coverage. Yeah. Um, as we as as you know, I'm not pre-ordering one um i'm gonna that mean and stock is going to be limited so mm. it'll be a while um but at some point i would you know we'll probably be talking about it a little bit more
0: but until then
1: dear listener mm.
0: i've been Saffron and i've been gelada and catch us again for another soundbite very soon Coming to your Steam Deck very soon. Hey, you could do that. We can, I'm sure we can set up like a little custom Octal FM landing page for it or something on Steam Deck. Yeah, exactly. And once you get the search bar put at the top of the screen. On the oh, the box, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on, list it's, on list. it's very far down on my list. Uh, that's fair <laughs> enough. I don't blame you for that one. <laughs>